She's got her hands tangled in my heart like a rose petal falling down between dirt and thorn. She's like a savior, innocent and pure. I'm a long lost sinner in the presence of the can the angel in you love the devil in me? Can fire and holy water burn like gasoline? Can hands that won't touch heaven hold perfect wings? Can the angel in you love the devil? definitely live hey everybody welcome into the elsewhere podcast we did this one a little bit different i wanted y'all to have an opportunity to hear our guests music before we got into the talking i figured he deserved that that was a beautiful song this is anthony mossberg he is gracing us with his presence after that amazing beautiful song my god that just came out what four weeks ago four weeks ago yep it's a brand new one so I'm, I'm excited about it. Thanks for playing it, too. No, absolutely. It's it's beautiful. I mean, honestly, I can't. Did you have any 
Did you have that, anybody in mind when you wrote that? Uh, not really. So I kind of left, I like to leave songs a little bit more just open to imagination. Um, but for me, that song is more just about, uh, so I started, I started going to therapy at the beginning of the year and I've realized through that process that I'm somebody who, uh, when I meet people or see other people, it's easy for me to look at them and see them as things going well, their life is going well, everything's in front of them. But then when I look at myself, uh, I tend to see the negative. So it's more about that. It's not just one person. It's can be my view with everyone that I meet. No, I get that. I just was curious because I know that you wrote a song for your wife. Uh, well, so I, I haven't actually wrote many specific songs for one person. Uh, and I, I'm not married. I'm single. Uh, so. Well, didn't you yeah, write with, one? The wedding song? The, the wedding song. Was well, so it's not your wedding? No, not my wedding. No, it's it's just, it's everybody. It's We just had people send stuff in. Yep. I was like, yeah, I thought so it was for just... your wedding. That's why I was like, oh, okay, well, he's married. No, it's my so bad, y'all. <laughs> no, you're totally fine. Uh, and, and that's the thing is, I don't, I don't usually like, sometimes I'll talk about what, why, like what song is what and where it comes from, but sometimes... Uh, a lot of times I just let people take it and it be what it is. So the fact that you thought it was mine is a great compliment to the song. Um, yeah. Well, honestly, because, I mean, it was it's a really beautiful song. Thank I, you. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I was like, wow, that is so sweet. And then, yeah. Yeah, no, just, it was, it doesn't always happen that way, but sometimes I'll just get a, a chorus or a melody in my head and, and finish it out and see what happens. So that was one that... Uh, a uh, buddy of mine, uh, Trent Harmon, helped me finish that one and write that song. And he is married, so I had to draw on some some married friends to help me help me finish it out. Get the married vibes, then you know, yeah, find some divorced people and get some divorced vibes. You exactly, know, some you, angst. Gotta, you gotta have it's all, all about balance. Yep, absolutely. I, by the way, hi everybody in chat. Oh, I'm gonna give a disclaimer on this one just because obviously I forgot already. Um, this podcast is now on multiple platforms. So it's not only on YouTube where you can actually watch the video. You can see us, you know, hang out with us, be in the live chat or watch it later. But as of last night, it is now on Spotify, Amazon music and Apple. And I think it automatically threw it somewhere else, but I don't even know. So if anybody's listening to this on any other platform, you can always come to YouTube and, and uh, watch it if you want to see our faces while we're talking and, you know, maybe if we have props or something. I don't know. Otherwise, um, so if I don't acknowledge everything all the time, that's why. It's because I'm kind of learning how to do it so that it's, I'm assuming that it's going to be audio only on other platforms. So just, like I said, if it wasn't a little bit ratchet, it wouldn't be me. So <laughs> there's the disclaimer. Go follow me on everything else, y'all. And go follow Anthony, too, because... I actually saw you the first time on Instagram with your reels. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Really? That's that's interesting because I was wondering about that because I started posting. I just I started doing TikToks uh, last year and just did them for fun, and then a couple of them did really well, and so I got a, I got a bunch of new followers from that. Um, I've only been messing with reels uh, a little bit more here lately, just because that seems the way everything's going. Well, when I look for people like. I never actually ask anybody to come on the second that I find their music. I actually, stalk, yeah. you know, I stalk them a little bit. I see if they're posting, if they're pushing themselves um, as much as I would push myself, if that makes sense, you know, because I'm posting. Of course, and, yeah. You know, if they're, like, actively doing things, if they're, if they seem like somebody who wants to be, you know, talking to someone or, you know, I just kind of check it out. And when I do that, I take dedicated time and I get on Instagram and I, just go through the feed because it gives, you know, the stuff that's kind of like things that I listen to yeah, or that I've looked at before because, you know, algorithms. And then I just happened to run into yours and I just was like, and then my friend Stacy, I'm sure you've seen her up in your comments. Um, she's on Instagram and she keeps tagging me in them too. So between yeah. that, I was like, okay, well, not only did I catch it, but I also have somebody else that's watching that's tagging me to catch. Right. And so I started really paying attention and going through all of them. And I was just blown away because especially when you go acoustic, to be honest. Yeah. Well, and I will let you know that I'm, I'm finishing a acoustic version of the devil and me, the song that you played at the beginning. 
So that should be coming very soon. That's awesome. And I can say by what people are saying in the chat, they absolutely love that song. They thought it was amazing. So I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, definitely you can go check out his YouTube. It's in the description. Um, that song is on there. I was playing it directly from YouTube. So, you know, it works. Um, but what area are you from? Like, where do you live? I live in Nashville. Yeah, I live in Nashville, but I, I, I was born in West Virginia and I grew up in Ohio. I've only been in Nashville for about two years now. I lived in West Virginia. It was New Haven. It was right at the border off 33 okay. on the Ohio okay, River yeah. by Galveston. I, uh, yeah, I lived, uh, I lived in Parkersburg uh, for a while. Uh, I was born in Fairmont near Morgantown. Okay, I know where that's at. Yeah. Yeah, I was not there very long, but it was right I, when they were doing the Mothman prophecies because we thought we'd see celebrities. Oh, nice. Yeah. But they never actually came there. Yeah. I was disappointed. Yeah, I, I I was born there and lived there for a little bit when I was younger, but then moved to Ohio uh, in between first and second grade and grew up in Ohio and moved back to West Virginia for a few years uh, in my, like when I was like 21, 22. And then, then I was in Ohio for the next eight years, nine years. Um, now I'm down here. Yeah, I actually was born in Ohio. So. Oh, nice. Where at? Toledo. Toledo. Okay. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I lived Very all over cool. Ohio over the course of my life, but not consistently and what's funny is is that i know a lot of people that are affiliated with ohio yeah it's actually there's kind of surprising yeah now there, there there's a ton there, there's a lot of uh, very successful people that have uh come out of ohio well i mean one of my close friends uh truth no lie he's from ohio um bone thugs are from ohio uh, yeah just gen reacts is in ohio a couple of my mods are in ohio i'm like jeez yeah there's a lot there's, there's a ton so you're in Nashville. I mean, do you perform there or do you just record music? Uh, I do. Yeah, I, I perform down here. I play a lot of writer's rounds. So if people are listening who aren't familiar with those, it's basically they will throw three or four songwriters on a stage for a little while and you'll just take turns playing originals uh, that you've written. Uh, I don't do a lot of people play on like Broadway, the main strip, and they'll just do cover thing, cover sets for four, four hours. So I don't really do that. Um, so I spend my time doing rounds and my own shows and then writing and recording. Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. I actually didn't know that. Um, yeah. And I don't think they're big. I think they're only really popular. I mean, in Nashville, maybe some other, you know, other songwriting towns, but they're, they're huge in Nashville. There's one, there's more than one. There's hundreds of them. Um, they're always going on. So they're easy to find. No, that's really cool because I mean, I would think, this is just guesswork, but I would assume that some people can't perform necessarily as well as you do, but they can write. Yeah, there, there are, there are both. There are people who can't, who uh, they write, and maybe they're not the strongest vocalist or performer. And then there's the other side where people are great performers, but not maybe the best songwriters. Um, so you have, and you have everything in between as well. People that um, want to do both, only want to do one, whatever it may be. And so this is a great town for all, all involved because. If you're just writing, there's plenty of people that are looking for songs. And if you're just performing, there's plenty of people writing songs for people. Well, I mean, I could butcher a song really well. I actually have a really cool talent. I can pretty much make yeah. any song sound ratchet. Like, oh, mm -hmm. like I can make it kind of well, operatic or just like warbly. It's yeah. My kids well, love it. <laughs> we also have a bunch of karaoke spots, too. So that might be your thing as well. Oh, God, no. <laughs> There's no way. Exactly. Yeah. I see Sack Juggalo there. Yes, absolutely. Nashville <laughs> is definitely the place for when it comes to songwriting. A lot of people go there. I mean, you can technically do it from everywhere, but I just would think that the inspiration yeah. of being around people that do that all the time, um, that vibe would be definitely something to feed off of, you know? Yeah. And a lot of people write together in Nashville. So they'll do two, three, four people will meet up, work on one song. And some people do three songs a day. Uh, it just depends on what they're trying to do. And uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of writing that goes on. But, yeah, you could you can do it from anywhere. And especially with, like, TikTok and social media now, you don't have to be in Nashville. Um, it's just might be a good move for some people and maybe not for others. No, I get that. I actually am not on TikTok. I just say it all the time. But I'm on Instagram. Yeah. It, a kicking and screaming got me to Instagram because that's how I contact everybody. That's how I keep in touch with potential guests or current guests or past ones or i find new people and stuff 
Facebook's kind yeah. of not where it's at anymore for that. Um, yeah. But it keeps it convenient. But I do see that a lot of people are doing really well making TikToks and putting them out there to get to be seen. Um, yeah. I'm sure that you probably have gotten a good response from what you posted. If you haven't, I would be literally shocked. Yeah, it's been it's been great. Actually, TikTok has been the 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 most um, I don't know if I want to say rewarding, but it, it's just that you could post a video on there and it could it, it could blow up. I mean, I posted a song I wrote called My Drug. I wrote it in 2017 or released it in 2017 mm-hmm. and then just posted it this summer and just from posting it on TikTok, it was at number 1 on iTunes for like 9 days straight. Um, just from the response from TikTok alone. And, um, so it's been, it's been very good. So I've been putting a lot of energy towards that, uh, and making content for that as I've got a bunch of new stuff recorded and figuring out how to release it. Well, I, but did, I would say, I saw that one first. Yeah. That was the first, of course. I mean, it was the one that had the most exposure and probably would have hit the algorithm in a way that would bring it to somebody's attention. Um, yeah. but like I said, the acoustic, I think I saw the actual acoustic version first. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I just think that, how do I put this? There's just something about someone being able to not only play, but stand there at a microphone and just, you can feel the song. Like, you can literally yeah. feel it. Like, I guarantee you that everybody that heard the intro and heard that song could feel it. Yeah. You know, because you could see by what they were saying that they were like, oh, like, what is this? You know, it caught them. And that was the whole point. Yeah. And that is amazing. And it's not everybody's got that. They can't, not everybody can do that. Yeah. And that's, that's probably the highest compliment to me um, because that's the kind of music that I like and that I grew up listening to. And, and that, um, you know, if I'm listening to music, I want to believe it and feel it. Like I don't, I, I don't like songs where I, that doesn't seem authentic regardless of genre or style or anything. Just if it, there's a disconnect between, uh, it's not just very believable, then I kind of check out pretty quick. And so that's a high compliment. So well, thank you, you fooled me on that one song. So, well, and it's not that, so it's not that they can't, you can't get into that mindset with things because it, it also takes an aspect of creativity um, to, to put yourself in that position and, and how would you feel or, or how do you think people feel? Um, so you can, you can, you can attach it to things that you haven't experienced as well. And it really actually for that one, the one that kind of sparked that was I was on TikTok and I see all these videos of groom reactions um, of, to seeing their brides for the first time. And I was like, that's a really cool, like maybe five second window of this big event, of this big moment in, each, in these two people's lives that um, doesn't fully get a lot. I mean, it gets a lot, a little bit of focus, but, you know, there's so many other things going on. And so I wanted to just kind of isolate that one moment in, in a wedding and and kind of bring it to life a little more. Well, I mean, that is kind of the moment that, you know, the bride's waiting for. They, they're they waiting. Yeah. You know, that's why they hide the dress from them. It's like that whole <gasps> moment, you know, especially yeah. when the groom is just like jaw hits the ground and, you know. Yeah. I just, it's a really beautiful moment. I just should have, I just made assumptions I shouldn't have, so. Oh, that's okay. I, I think we all do that. Somebody said earlier, they're like, yeah, I got you wifed up to somebody without you even knowing. <laughs> like, hi, how yeah. are you? You're now married. Congrats. You're now you're married. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if I, if I wouldn't have, if I wouldn't have been fully paying attention or if I would have just agreed with it, like this whole thing could have went a whole different direction. No, I could have had a pretend, I could have had a pretend wife for the next 45 minutes. It would have been rumors. People would have been yeah, like, congrats. Yeah. This is so wonderful. People start commenting under the video and you'd be like, what the hell are they talking about? I should have done a registry or whatever, and everybody could have bought me gifts and stuff. Dang it. Yeah. Opportunity next missed. time. We'll do it. We'll, we'll trick them next time. We'll find another way to trick them. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that again. We'll play that one to yeah. start. And then we'll just be like, that was such a beautiful song for, you know, a beautiful yep. bride. And everybody can just assume. Yeah. And I'll be, be like, like, yes, my, my fiance, who's uh, pregnant with 47 kids, we need all of the gifts and cash. Please send it. Yeah, check the description below. Yeah, 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 yeah. You <laughs> know, I get, down here. I get commission, just saying. Yeah, yep, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. We'll do it. Well, I was just curious. Um, I know that you, obviously, we said that, you you know, you go on TikTok. Obviously, that translates over to Reels. And mm-hmm. 
I still haven't figured out the Instagram, Facebook thing. It still has my real name, and I'm trying to, like, pull that off just yeah. because, you know, it irritates me. And it won't let me because it's rude. Um, and, you know, switch over from having, like, personal accounts to, like, a business account. Um, do you get a lot of feedback, like, from people that are like, hey, I want you to do this or collab requests and, you know, all of that stuff? Uh, I don't get a lot of collab requests. Uh, if the a lot of the things I get, I mean, sometimes I'll get I'll get show opportunities or like private event opportunities, like weddings and things like that. Uh, especially from the the song Grace, the wedding song. Um, I've got a few weddings that people want me to play that one uh, for them during their wedding and stuff like that. I'm shocked. Uh, but it, yeah, 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 I didn't see that coming. Um, but at the same point, I mean, I've been asked to play all kinds of events kids birthday parties barbecues um coffee shops churches festivals i mean just all the above and i've played most of them i I try to play you know wherever i can um but i just have to be realistic sometimes sometimes it's a little little bit far-fetched like go to a three-year-old's birthday party and sing my drug yeah i mean well so one of the first times i ever played uh, i was in west virginia and this uh, this lady had me come play for her church, for her youth group. And I got there, and it was about maybe five, five or six five-year-olds. Um, and she just she left us in the parking lot. She went into the church. It's outside in the summer. It's super hot. And I played my first song. These kids were not listening to me at all, which is fine. I played my second song, and one of them gets up and comes behind me and starts punching me in the neck. And they all start chanting, play something else play something else and they wanted me to play blues clues which i don't know any blues clues songs and so they went and got a cd player and listened to blues clues for 45 minutes in the sun and then the lady comes out after church and gives me ten dollars and says thank you for your time and it was awful it was terrible and so i you know you have to learn to say no to some things that just aren't i actually it's not that you have to learn to say no i had to learn to ask for more details ahead of time because I didn't know what to expect. She didn't know what to expect, obviously. And uh, it went terribly. I so mean, I, try know, to, I try to avoid those. But that's an epic story. It I is, mean, that's but I was, amazing. I was I'm sitting home. here like cheering. Like, that is like one of the best stories ever. That's great. I was driving home thinking, I quit. I'm not doing this anymore. This is stupid. Yeah, I've wanted to fight. I've never wanted to fight five, six-year-olds so bad in my life so you don't have and kids. i would i don't have what you don't have kids no if i did i'm sure i'd want to fight them daily i have a 17 year old daughter everybody that's sure in the, everybody in the chat knows what i'm talking about so yeah we're gonna just oh i'm sure put a pin in I'm that sure one i'm sure there's plenty of of uh drama enwrapped in that yes absolutely but of course, you know, she wouldn't. I don't think that she would dare punch, try to punch me because I'm bigger than her. Yeah. And, um, you know, my little one, though, she's the one that stomps around and stuff. But that's just funny because I don't know if they thought maybe you were, like, taking requests or something. I I don't really know what they thought. And I don't know what – they didn't have much to base it off of either because I had just started. So I didn't have – it wasn't like they could look up a bunch of YouTube videos or listen to my stuff. I didn't really have anything out at the time. So they just probably heard, oh, this guy plays music. Let's get him for the kids. And they did. They sure did. You could have played the electric guitar. You could have been like Ronnie Radke up there. Like, I don't know. I could have done a lot of things. And all of them would have been better than what happened. Well, one thing that you mentioned is that you learned to ask for more detail. I'm actually Mm -hmm. on this weird precipice, this weird line that I straddle constantly as to how much detail to give right away, like when I reach out to somebody. And the reason I say that is because when you get a random DM from somebody who's like, hey, I think you're awesome, and I would really like to, you know, put you on what spotlight I do have, you know, give you some props and kudos and introduce some people to your music. It's really hard to be like, by the way, here's 18 links, and here's what we did one time, here's 85 other people. Like, it's really hard to get that detailed because if they're just like, and flip past it, then I not only wasted my breath, but I gave him a paragraph. And who the hell wants to read a paragraph? Right. Yeah. So, so I get a little that, bit, I feel like well, if I gave a little bit more, maybe somebody would consider it. And then like, 
but maybe I did too much. So I go back and forth all the time. Yeah, and from from your point of point of view, it would be a little more difficult, um, just because. I mean, I, I think I think you'd be fine with just a brief overview of of the general feel of your of your setup, and then they don't. I, I'm like I'm not one for like none of this is scripted. I didn't ask for questions or anything like that. I, I like to just jump into it and see what happens. But I could see a lot of people being more hesitant to to just kind of go improv and just show up and talk. And see, I I think maybe I just pick the right people because yeah. most people so far have been pretty cool about like, hey, that's new. You mean yeah. just get on there and like talk about our pets and what's setting your treadmills on? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it says like in the description, you know, this is unscripted. And um, I had one time where they're like, well, were you wanting to give questions? I'm like, is it cool if I don't? They're like, actually, that's kind of, that is kind of cool. Um, yeah. Because, you know, especially ones that do interviews all the time. And so then you have the, you know, when was this and when was that? And, you know, these kind of answers that you, or the questions that you know are coming. Um, and I do have some of those, but they're all here. I don't write them down. So I'm holding yeah. this, but I'm not using it. Um, I don't write them down. I just kind of wing it. And whatever yeah. we talk about, we talk about. And I think for me, it works. I mean, at some point, if I was to say get, I don't know, like the president on, then maybe I'd need to have my questions lined up. But until then, I think I'm good. Yeah, I hope. yeah, I think so. I just yeah, I feel like the president might be a little might be a little particular about what questions are brought up. But we don't have to worry about that today. You know, we got we can just ask whatever and go improv with it. No, absolutely. Which is, which is more fun. That's more fun to me. Like, I don't, I wouldn't, I've never done something where it's all, like, I know all the questions coming up and stuff like that. I would be bored with that, honestly. I probably would too. I usually yeah. warn people. I didn't because I was messing with my settings, but I usually warn people. I'm like, I'm not going to put you in a, cor well, in a corner. I'm not going to put you in a corner and like, you know, try to get a gotcha moment on you. Like, I'm not going to do it because that's useless to me. Right. I mean, and that's right. bad form, honestly, unless that was my format and then but it's not so yeah i just think that you know some things are off i've had people that have stuff that's off limits which is fine um yeah. if you don't tell me ahead of time though i might volunteer you for a marriage you didn't know about um right which i now at least do i get to go on the honeymoon at least well sure you could do whatever you want it's your it's your fake it's my marriage. marriage yeah i can i can do whatever i want yeah you could fake whatever you We're like going to Going to Hawaii for six months. Hey, can I like, I don't, I mean, I don't need to be like involved, but can I like just like tag along and I'll vlog it. Sure. Like I'll be a photographer. I'm stuck at it, but yeah. I just want to go. I've never been to Hawaii. Fine. I've been like Kansas City and like Topeka. If you go straight down, I haven't been west of yeah. that. Okay. Nice. So I'm in Houston yeah. now, but there's like an entire country of Texas that I haven't seen. So yeah, Texas is crazy big. Yeah. Um, I've never been to Hawaii. I want to go to Hawaii very badly. See, very, I wanted to. Badly, I always but... wanted to go to the Bermuda or the Bahamas yeah. or something because the Beach Boys. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. They but keep getting hit by stuff, so I don't like that. Yeah, and the, the you can go some. You can go down in the future at some point. That's what I always look at. It's like I haven't been to some of these places. I want to go. I want to see the Northern Lights really bad in person. Um, I think that would be beautiful. But Hawaii is a big one. I would love to go to Hawaii. So, yeah, me and my pretend wife will be there for six months. Uh, you does, know, does starting that mean that you tomorrow. Get, like, bigger seating? Because, you know, hey, excuse me. My wife's sitting here. We, we have a private we have a private jet now. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Then I definitely want to borrow that. Because I want to go see castles. Like, real castles. That'd be sweet. But I don't want to walk. I want to, like, hover or something. So, in my fantasy, I have a hoverboard. Okay, or you're in outer space. Space castles would be cool. That really would be kind of cool. Do, do they exist? But you got to go look for them. I was just trying to think what that would look like. Like on probably the moon. Pretty sweet. No, they probably yeah. would be. And everything would be like halfway up the wall because of the gravity situation. Yeah. You know, and then like everything's more accessible, so then you don't have to grab stuff off the ground. That would be really awesome. Just saying. Less back pain. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Minimal why, back pain. Why is everything in a house, by the way, is like waist level or lower? 
Yeah. I don't understand that. Like, why? Because then we have to be half bent over for everything that we do. We're doing dishes. We're putting stuff in the dishwasher, picking things up off the floor, getting stuff out of the dryer. Why is the dryer down by the ground? I don't know. Bad idea. Well, Go change the stuff. Yes, I'm going to write that down. That's going to be my yeah, yeah. 2023 goal is I'm going to start a campaign to bring things higher up in the household. So you said you weren't going to use your pen, and now you're going to be using it to write these ideas down. There it is. See? Ready. <laughs> in case I hadn't figured out how the whole screen thing, because, you know, I was scrambling at the time, so I figured I'd have it so I could be like... Just in case. Oh, wait. I forgot. Oh, yeah. Finger gun. <laughs> And everybody, I see you guys in here, and I see you guys talking. And what's up, Desiree? Annette, that's my friend from childhood. Um, Champagne Rain, DK. Of course, the infamous sack juggler was on last week. Um, and I've seen Jared in here and a couple other people. I appreciate y'all swinging through and hanging out with us. Um, I was going to ask you, do you have any... Now that I... I like out. Do you have an album out, or... I do, yeah. Like, physical albums? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, the last like full album I did is called Crazy. Uh, it's a black and white cover. Um, and yeah, I could, I could, I could send you one. Oh, I'll um, buy it. Need, That's not a will, problem. If you need one for your for your collection. Oh, if I get it, it'll go right there. That's where it's going. Yeah, yeah but, we can do that. Because most of these, except the ones I can't get signed, these are all signed. Cool. Yeah, I can, I can do that. No problem. But yeah, I'll definitely pay for it. I'm. I'm, oh, they, they're $17,000 a piece, though. I forgot to say that. Oh, well, you know what? I'll fly that over to you on your jet. Venmo. Okay, deal, deal. Um, but no, I, I, can send you, I can send you one. Um, and yeah, I haven't, I haven't made a full, like I did that one probably back in, I don't even remember what year that came out. It's been a little while, but I don't, people don't really, I've not seen people buy that many albums anymore. I've just been doing singles for a while. Um, so I, I, lo I would love to do another album at some point. It just... Would have to make sense, but I can get you that one. No, that would be amazing. I really would love it, honestly. Yeah. And I'll definitely hook up with you about that later. But by yeah. the way, if you see who's on a lot of these albums, they only sell physical albums. You can only get the songs unless they're on YouTube. It's Tom McDonald. You can't get them all the songs um, digitally except for one album. Yeah. Um, everything else is physical copies. So that's cool. Yeah. Which is amazing because not only is it retain all of that income without having to worry about, you know, the distribution and stuff like that. But, right. you know, if the world ends, the power goes out. If I have batteries in a CD player or, you know, an old Discman, I'm good. You're set, yeah. Yeah, you can't take my music away. It's mine. See, that's the one thing I hate yeah. about streaming. I hate that about streaming is because if tomorrow Spotify just... Phew, got just nuked right completely right where's all that music like where's all that stuff that you know or let's say if you purchase it on itunes where's all of those tracks it's gone right. if you no longer have access to it they're gone or if the how do i put this if i buy a physical album from you and then you decide not to sell it anymore because you're like i hate it i don't like it anymore and you pull it neener yeah. neener i still have it Right. So I still have that music that I like. If an artist goes on to Spotify and pulls their music, even if I bought it, it's gone. Yeah. Unless I, you know, ripped it, unless I downloaded it or whatever. So I don't like right. that because I'm one of those, like, I want to put my hands on stuff so that I keep it. Yeah. Like, I don't like takesy backsies. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. I used to always, for the longest time, I would still buy, I didn't. I didn't get any like the premium Spotify or Apple Music or anything that for a long time, and then I got these uh, AirPods, and they came with six months free of Apple Music, and so since then I have been I have been using Apple Music just because it has been very convenient. But uh, I'm still I'm half and half. I'm still the same way as I like to have the actual song because even like uh, the gym that I go to, uh, the Wi-Fi is really bad and the service is really bad, so sometimes I can't get any of the music that I have just streaming on my phone. I have to have, I can only listen to stuff that I'm actually downloaded onto my phone. And so, uh, same thing. Yeah. If that were to happen on a bigger scale musically, uh, I would be frustrated. No, sure. abso no absolutely. And that's the thing. I also grew up in the nineties. 
I was born in the 80s, grew up in the 90s. So I was in junior high, like middle school, late elementary school. Like I remember third grade Ace of Base came out with I Saw the Sign. And so CDs came out, right, while yeah. I was listening to music. And we had those huge big folders with the 8,000 CDs in them. Yeah, yep. You know, because we used to record it on the cassette and push the buttons and hold it up to the radio like, here, catch it, catch it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then you make yeah. your own little tapes and stuff. And then we had, of course, the disc men. We're like, oh, we're so cool. And then we have the the CD players in the cars, you know. And so then when our friend had whoever had the car with the CD player in it. And you'd have that huge book or the visor thing, you know. And then people would break into yeah. cars and steal the whole thing. And like, my life is over. Um, yeah. So I just... It's just a thing, like to me, having a CD and having, and what I miss the most are the covers and, and the inserts. Yeah. yeah. Because you could never fold them back, right? Never, it's like a map. It's ridiculous. You'd open it up and it'd be like, I don't remember how this works yeah. anymore. Yeah. See, like there's a Rubik's Cube. There's Annette. She says, I still have my CD case with a burned CD from me that I made her. That's amazing. Like, what? 20 years ago Jeez, that's crazy it's i wish i still had some of the old burnt cds that i used to listen to yeah i don't know they're all gone i mean i waited uh, for like six days to download the crap from napster okay so yeah, yeah. i deserve yeah. to keep it you know you, you put in your time you put in your time it restarted seven times three of them were porn and i didn't know it so yeah i mean those are weird to drive around listening to but you got to have some something to listen to that would be my luck you know, you, or then you go through like the eight hours it takes to burn it to rip it onto a CD, right? But then yeah, you've got the yeah. wrong format, so you go and you get in the car and you get halfway to where you're going. Oh, I'm gonna play it. And you go to turn it on and it's just error. Like, did you ever have the ones where there would be like a glitch or something and it would just be a really like piercing noise instead of the music? That happened to me a few times where I'd go to play it and it'd like the song would play 45 seconds, then all of a sudden it was just a high pitched shriek for the next minute. Oh, that would piss me off. That used to piss me off so bad. It would be better if it was like at the beginning of the song because then you would know and you could skip it. But instead, yeah. it's got to let you get good and be like, okay, here we go, here we go. And then you're like, I just put picture cartoon where the headphones just like go, yeah, off the off the head. You know when they get shocked with this high pitched noises. That's exactly what it felt like. Goodness, yeah, that. I still have floppy disks like with pictures of my first my first child, like the yeah. little square ones that they gave me. Oh, yeah. We used to go to Walmart. They give you 8,000 pictures. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're going to put it on a disc. I don't even know what to do with it now because, I I mean, it's trapped there forever. What am I supposed to do with that? I have it as a, as a um, an heirloom maybe. Like. Yeah, I mean, that those might be worth something someday. They're, uh, I haven't seen a floppy disc in a long time. I was looking for I was looking for something. I was hanging these up today. And I was going to use those 3M strips, and I bought like 8,500 mm. of the things. And I mean that. I bought probably over a hundred and I, they're yeah. in an envelope that came from Amazon. They're somewhere. And so I'm tearing through the entire room, not the whole house, but this room trying to find them. And I run into, and there's this floppy disc and I'm like, what are the odds that I'm just going to find a random floppy disc somewhere? Okay. Yeah. Apparently really high. Cause it's like the third time that's happened. So. Wow. Apparently I keep forgetting yeah. to put it away. Hey, at least you still got that stuff. Are you, I was, I was, bleh, wow, that was fun. I just like <laughs> tripped over it. You said you're coming out with an acoustic version mm -hmm. of that song, the song at the beginning. By the way, if you missed that song, you can just look up Anthony Mossberg. You can check out all of his music and listen to it for yourself. There's acoustic versions as well. You can go on YouTube. It's in the description and there'll be links on all the other platforms. I assume I'm going to try yep. to do that if I remember, um, or I'll, or I'll put it in the comment. Either way, it'll be there somewhere. And check it out. Or you can rewind to the beginning of this, and you can hear the song that we're talking about. But the acoustic version is going to be really pretty. I, I mean, yeah, I just... we, uh, yeah, we, uh, I recorded it uh, a few weeks ago, and we've just been editing it and making sure it's all ready to go. But uh, we're getting to the final steps of that, and then yeah, shouldn't be too much longer. Well, do you record in a studio, or do you record like in your own studio? I know that sounded kind of weird no. to say that that way. No, I, I know exactly what you mean. No, I record in, in a studio. Um, and actually, I, I still record with a couple of friends in Ohio. So I'll go up there 
uh, and record, or we can do a lot remotely now. Um, actually, for The Devil and Me, the song that you played at the beginning, uh, I recorded vocals in Nashville, but it was being recorded in Ohio. So you can do a lot that way. But uh, I still like to go up there and record. That's really cool, because I always just think of, like, oh, that's a, that's a long-distance call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be a yeah, big phone bill. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it was... Uh... I, that was the first time I'd ever tried something like that with uh, doing remote vocals and, and things. But just with the internet and the programs that they have now, they make it pretty easy to kind of do whatever you want remotely, um, which is, saves me kind of gas gas mileage and everything like that going up and back. Well, but, now you have your private jet. I mean, that shouldn't be too much. Well, of a yeah. And I'll probably get. I'll probably find a, a studio in Hawaii. I'm sure. I was going to say, yeah, you're going to need that there. for Hawaii. Yep. 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 I'll just get Rick Rubin to come out and, and produce my uh, Hawaiian marriage album. It'll be like Elvis. Like, you know, yeah, when, when he was Blue Hawaii? That was a great movie, by the way. Um, it, I, I think that's the direction I need, to, I need to go. Definitely. Tons of pineapples and all that stuff. Champagne Rain, thank you. He, she just subscribed to you. So, oh, awesome. Yay for that. That's what we're looking for because, you know, hopefully you guys resonate with the song that you heard and the songs that you hear when you check them out. Um, yeah. Well, I was thinking about it, and I am not an expert by any means. I am more of a pure listener where I have no experience and no creativity. However, I like to talk, so that's how that works. Um, but I learn as I go. And one of the things I was thinking about when you were just saying that about recording remotely. So if, mm -hmm. I, can, if I can, for example, pull just the audio off of this video that's on YouTube that's mm -hmm. going up, which is what I'm going to do to put it on the other platforms, right? Yeah. So if I can just pull that audio and it's a good audio file and it sounds good and it, it's clear and it makes sense. Or if you can get all the stems, right, and you can pull each little piece out of that and individually they sound perfectly fine, right? Mm -hmm. There's no reason if you can stick it onto a zip drive and hand it to someone, they can plug it in and then they can make that work, that you couldn't yeah. record your file. And, like, as long as it doesn't – what's the word? Um not disintegrate, but as long as it doesn't distort or something, you know, like the file gets a little corrupted or yeah. a little, like a picture, or like if you take a picture of a picture of a picture, that kind of thing. Yep. But I don't yep. think with this, with the digital equipment and the audio and the files now, I don't think that's an issue anymore. Yeah. The the biggest thing for us with, with doing um, vocals remotely was it's more that like the producer that I use is in Ohio. And so it's, it's more, being on the same page for the vocals so like the way we do it is i'll do let's say i'll do the first verse i'll just do the first verse 10 times and we'll keep doing it and i'll try and, and he'll be like okay try this a little bit and then i'll have ideas and you do the whole song this way until you kind of have this uh collaboration of different takes your best parts of these takes and you make them into one um so the hardest part is just being on the same page so that you get the best performance out of whoever's singing and then that way when it, the the file gets the producer, then he has the best stuff to work with to, to make, uh, make the song as, as great as it can be. Oh, wallflower. The name of the track is the devil in me. The devil in me. Yep. But I was thinking when you were talking about, you know, you tried a bunch of different ways for some reason, I just pictured, you know, you're putting down some vocals and then mm -hmm. I was thinking like speakers and you hear them be like, okay, now try it as if you're Yoda. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you would be surprised at some of the weird things that we say and, and try because, because I, I'm not a, I don't know a lot of the singing uh, technical terms of how to do things. So it's a lot more like, okay, think about like, sing this one, like you are uh, sad or happy or like you just, constipated. Uh, yeah, constipated. You were just in the car and you accidentally hit your pet. Now sing, now sing the song. One of those types You're of You're tired. <laughs> You're yeah, a little bit tipsy, yeah. but you've got you're confidence. Little, you just woke up. You had a few too many to drink last <laughs> night, and you're a little hungover. Now sing. It's it's a lot of that kind of stuff. Like sing like you're surprised. That'd be a good yeah. one. And sometimes it's just to to hear it differently, and it's not even anything that you'll use, but just to see what happens. No, absolutely, because you just inspiration comes from everywhere. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and like I said, I'm not an expert by any means, but I'm actually starting to be partially involved with um you know people that are creating music and when they're like the usually it's like hey this is this person this is this person now you guys do your thing and set them on their way and now i'm actually 
okay, well, here's something that I think this person would sound good on talking to them and then this person and then kind of getting them together, but staying through the whole process. So I'm learning a lot about that stuff. And yeah, I can't, really cool. I cannot articulate for nothing. Like I know what I'm trying to say doesn't always come out the way it's supposed to. Usually, yeah. Usually people can translate if I'm lucky. Um, but I just think that you can get inspired by anything. You could just hear something and it just triggers you in a way that makes you think of whether it be a memory or a thought process or, you know, something in your mind's eye that just makes you feel some type of way. And if you're an artist and creative person that can actually translate into some really beautiful lyrics and really beautiful music, even some tone tonality, you know, if you want it to kind of sound a little bit like this, you hear something that just catches your ear. I was going to ask you something that reminds me. Wallflower, I know it's a beautiful song. It really is. Um, in the back, way back of the vocals on that song, was there any type of like real low? Um, I don't know how to say like it. An octave, an octave, like a lower vocal. Not like a, like a, because it was like that. I caught it right when it was like the, the devil in me. Like it was like talking about that part. And I was like, yeah. is that like a demon voice in the back? Like, real low? <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. And I was like, that's yeah. way back there, but I only just caught it. And I was going to ask you and I forgot. Yeah, it's in there. It, it, it was originally in both or in all of the, ta <clears throat> excuse me, the tags of the chorus. Uh, and then it just, originally it was going to be a little more uh, intense and a little more obvious. And then it just kind of, we kind of kept tucking it down a little bit and, so it's not super obvious now, but if you have a good set of headphones on it, it'll come through pretty well. But yeah, so it's basically just taking, uh, it, I just call it an octave. It's it's that lower, you just manipulate the vocal and give it a, that kind of creepy, uh, yeah. I do, I've done it in a couple other songs as well, and, and that can just be something cool to, to throw in there and add a little bit more, uh, something different. Well, yeah, but I mean, if, if you don't catch it, your your ears and your brain still hear it. Whether we yeah. can differentiate what it is and pick it apart and actually put a name to it, um, that doesn't mean that our brains don't still process that. And so putting that in there, your brains, whoever's listening to it, they're actually hearing that differentiation. And whether they know it or not, it's giving that vibe that you are looking for. That's what it's doing. Yeah. And so I love when people do that and I love when I catch it because I think that's really cool, especially the two things that I think that are the most fun in music when I have my really good set of headphones on is I always do this. I'm like, it's, 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 it's way back there, right? It's way back yeah. in the back, which just means it's pushed down pretty far, but you can kind of catch it. And the other thing is, is when they pan, Oh, that drives me crazy in a fun, but I hate it kind of way because I'm like, yeah. you know, cause it's on one side or the other. And it's just like, right. you're like, are you talking to me? Oh no, you're talking to me. You know, like, from wherever right. it's coming from. And I like the effect. It's just, it's not my favorite, but it's fun. If that makes sense. Right. Oh, done well. Sure. And at least, at least you listen, at least you listen. Cause I feel like a lot of people don't catch any of that stuff. Uh, they just kind of listen in passing and don't, <clears throat> cause so, so many things go into, I mean, I know my songs, but other people, like everyone who, almost everyone who makes music, you know, they're going to spend a lot of time recording it and they're going to put little things in the track that, that, uh, help the the track come to life but in one pass through especially not with good headphones on you're not going to catch a lot of the really cool things that are meant to be listened to i think it's it's so fun to catch it yeah it's fun oh, because it just gives it the extra depth it gives it the extra it makes it cooler i don't know how else to yeah. say that like it's just like on top of the fact that it's yeah. a really good song it's really well sung it's good lyrics all of that right it's well played on top of that, going through the effort of putting those little, I don't want to say Easter eggs, but like putting those little things just kind of hidden throughout. Yeah. I just think it just gives the songs more depth. It just oh, makes them more sure. interesting. And if you don't catch them, like I said, your brain still processes it, even if you aren't acknowledging it or are able to, to you know, you're not able to recognize it. Your brain still does, right. even if you don't have the... It doesn't hit, you know, your mouth. You talk about it. You know what I mean? It's still right. there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I love things like that. I love finding them in other people's songs, but I also like just creating them when we're making music as well. Have you ever thought about putting something sneaky in there? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've never really done it. Um, 
but I think every time I've ever recorded while you're recording, there's just little things that, whether it's like you'll say something funny or stupid or, because a lot of times I warm up, like if I'm getting ready to, to sing a line, the in the the pre-roll before I it's actually recording, I'm either just like, oh, good for a good example uh, on I think the devil and me, um, there's there's these little harmonies in the background, uh, or no. It's in Grace, the wedding song. There's harmonies in the background. Well, I'm not great at finding harmony parts. So leading up to the part, the producer is in my ear, and he's, he's, he's humming the note to me so I can hear it. So the whole time before it's happening, I'm practicing, or I'll just go really high or really low just to kind of find, make sure I'm finding my right spot. And we don't ever keep any of that stuff usually, but you could easily take a lot of that almost B-roll type vocals and and have a lot of fun with it. And no one would know. They wouldn't know that it's a mistake or it's something funny, but it's something that just it could be in there for you. I mean, you could always be like, buy from my registry. Yeah, yeah. You could you could do some subliminal messages. You could do all that stuff. Oh, thank you, Desiree, for putting, she just put your YouTube channel into the chat. Appreciate that. Oh, thank, thank you. Definitely. I know that quite a few people that are in the chat have gone and checked you out, and I know that people that are going to listen in the future are going to as well. Um, I just, I don't know. It's really fun for me to talk to people who are creative because, like I said, I am not. <laughs> so I like to talk to people and kind of pick their brain. And that's why I like the normal conversation, like just wherever the hell it goes, it goes. Because yeah, that's a better insight into personality and just who people are as, you know, as people. Because artists are human, you know, shocking, yeah. right? But they're yeah. human. And one of the best ways to get, um, your fan base built up and to get supporters is to be real, especially if you're independent is to be real with people and relate to people on a human normal level versus being like, I am on this pedestal. Yeah. I will not look down at you. Like, you know, right. You will never right. be me. Like that's, that's not the way yeah. it works anymore. Cause I mean, of all the places and all the people someone could listen to, they click on you, you know, you got to nail it and then you got to be a nice person. If you're not, people will just be like, yeah, it's, it's weird how, uh, to me at least how people can, can let, maybe they've had some success with music or whatever it is. And all of a sudden they start to put themselves on that pedestal or they feel like it. Uh, and I've just never been a fan of people like that. If I, if I, if I feel that with someone, if I feel like they clearly, think that they're above everyone in the room i just i'll just leave i'll just well get out of there. nobody starts at the top no and and the people that i feel like get to the top are the ones that don't view themselves as above everybody else uh, at least the my the, the, the if we're talking musically and artists and stuff like that if i were to listen to a an artist and really like their stuff but then you know, spend some time with them or be around them and, and see their personality and see that it's just all about money or it's all about fame or they're just very arrogant or rude. I'm probably not going to like their music anymore. It's going to be a big turnoff for me because it, then it doesn't feel authentic. We're back to that connection between feeling and believing what you're hearing. Um, and I would start to lose that at that point. Well, it's exactly. It's like if you saw a piece of art and you realize that the person who drew it is a piece of crap who belongs in prison or yeah. something, you know, then even if you're like, well, that's a really cool drawing, but ugh. like you're going to get that yeah. same feeling. And with people that are jerks, I mean, that's how yeah. I feel. I mean, I've not had, I've not been turned down that much. Usually people just like, are like, skip that message. Cause I end up in the, uh, the random ass person I, message juice section. Yeah. So yeah. the chances, and I don't blame anybody for that. I've only had one person who's like, you know, it sounds cool. But maybe you should grow first. And I'm like, fair. You know, if that's your choice, that's fine. Yeah. However, if I grow, I might not ask you again because. Right. And it's not personal. I'm just saying maybe I'll be at a level where I, you have to ask me. No, I'm just kidding. Right. Yeah. No. No, but. That's very possible. I just think that, you know, anybody that takes the time to come on here with me and talk to me and talk to my community and put themselves out there not even knowing what's going to be talked about, not even knowing what's right. going to happen, which is the fun. I kind of try to keep it on the DL a little bit because this is it. Like, it's pretty easy. Right. 
But I, I don't like say, okay, well, we're going to talk about this. and We're going to do this. And then I do that because I don't send you messages like that. I don't tell you that because it's right. What's the, what's the, what fun is that? Right. Um, yeah. They give me the time of day and take time out of their, you know, what they're doing to talk to me. It, mean, it means the world to me. And I know it means the world's community because they love to support right. people. And they love to be able to see you. And then I guarantee you, I know all of them have gone and checked out your channel and they're checking out your music. Yeah. And the next time something pops up, they're going to push that too on their own stuff. Yeah. They're going to be putting on their stories. They're going to be dropping it in the discord so that people else can say, Hey, look, so-and-so just dropped another song or something, you know, right. As we right. do. And I just think it's really cool. I appreciate you taking the time to be honest. Oh no, I, I, I really enjoy doing stuff like this. Uh, I don't get to do this stuff too often. Um, and so anytime, you know, something pops up, I, I will always at least entertain the thought of it, um, and, and try to make it happen. Uh, I'm not the most technical, technologically advanced. This is my first time I had to download discord right before we started this. And, uh, but I'm always down being racked like this, this hell rude. <laughs> It made it work, though. We got it. Hey, we if got I it couldn't, we... if I couldn't, like, fly by the seat of my pants, I don't know what the hell I would do because pretty much that's all I ever do anyway. Yeah. Like, I'll go like twenty I minutes before, and I'm like, oh shit, maybe I should set this up and get ready. <laughs> yeah. Knowing for no, three weeks that it's coming. Right. I just, I can't help it. That's just what I do. But um. I do the same. I do the same thing. Yeah, and definitely, and thank you for mentioning Discord. You guys join the Discord if you are on any other platform. I'm sure the link is there somewhere, just like where it says Discord. Um, it's actually a lot of fun and a lot of cool people. And a lot of the... It, I've convinced some of the artists to don't use Discord on a regular or don't choose to come back. I even have some authors I've interviewed that are still on Discord and they'll pop in once in a while. But I'm like, if you're going to delete Discord, you know, don't leave the server. Just like, you can just delete it because then your name will still be in there as an artist. Okay. So then yeah. I'm like, <laughs> makes me look. Least, no, you see, makes well, me they probably cool. don't know. Like, like I wouldn't know that. Like, if I if like when we get done here, I wouldn't know what to do or how to go about it because I've never had any exposure to Discord at all. So they probably don't know what's going on. No, when that's, they delete it. That's totally fine. I mean, they can you could delete it. Your name will still stay in there, which is great. Um, yeah. Because I have a section, and I actually there's a lot of people that are like independent rap artists and I'm actually doing a competition next weekend. Y'all get signed up. I've got like four people signed up already. Um, but I'll ping them and be like, you know, tag them all at once. And so that they know to come. So it doesn't tag everybody. It's a really right. cool program. If you're not, you know, if you ever want to engage with the community, I have a couple artists yeah. that use my discord for their community. Rachel geek and skulls both do that specifically use mine as kind of their home base. So that's really cool. They have street, both have street teams in my discord. So, which is always nice. Um, that's awesome. But yeah, no, I appreciate you being able to just kind of wing it with me and, you know, yeah. scramble at the end there. That was fun. Lots of oh, fun. Yeah, we made it, made it happen. But, um, I'm definitely appreciating that you took the time. Thank you for responding to me in the first place for giving me the time of day. I'm, definitely excited to see the acoustic version come out and anything that you do um i would be happy to purchase an album to put it up on my wall of yeah we'll we'll uh we'll make it happen i'll, I'll make sure to get you one i would really appreciate it because i really do like to support people that i believe in and i truly do believe in what you're doing and i think that you're amazing at it and i can't wait to see what you're doing next to be honest yeah yeah i uh yeah i'm very when you excited. get back been, from your been... vacation yeah, head. six months in Hawaii with my made believe, make believe wife uh, on a private jet. But uh, I'll take my guitar with me so I can write. Uh, but no, I've been recording. I've got a bunch of stuff that'll be coming out. Um, the, dev the acoustic devil and me will probably be the last thing for this year, and then next year there'll be a bunch of stuff. So okay. I'm very excited, Looking and I appreciate forward. you inviting me on here and uh, being very encouraging and uh, introducing me to some new some new people. No. It appreciate you and guys thank you for being here whether you came later whether you're here during the live stream whether you're on any platform because now i have to say that apparently um i just really appreciate you taking the time to sit here and hang out with us get to know another amazing artist who you really need to keep your eyes on and please go check him out subscribe to him on every platform and everywhere you can find him um share his stuff you know drop a comment let him know that you're there and um just tell him cat sent you 
But we're going to get out of here. And by the way, go Astros. Like, I'm in Houston, by the way. So I'm here. Like, go straight. Gotcha. Let's do this. And there's also uh, Brandon. If anybody's going to Brandon's concert tonight, that is at 6 o'clock. So aside from that, I think I don't have anything else to add to you. I'm all good. No, I just appreciate you having me on. And uh, we'll do it again sometime. No, absolutely. It's wide open. You ever have something coming out and you want to jump on, you just hit me up. Let me know. We will make that will. work. I will. Okay, perfect. All well, right, thank well, you. Thank you very much. And everybody, thank you for being here. And we're out of here. Have a good one. I will see you next time. Bye.